Welcome back to Next Scene Podcast, the podcast where we take on pop culture one Shane Black joint at a time. I'm your host, Sean German. And I'm your other host, Brian. And back with us once again is our resident Shane Black expert. It's Dave Palace, everybody. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Okay, oh, thank you. Th- yeah, thanks for thanks for coming back. Um, I regret we we had scheduled another guest. Uh, Liz Whitaker was supposed to join us, but... Something came up. Good, good business to deal with that she had to go deal with. So she's dealing with her business, and we will deal with ours. And our our business this week is Iron Man three from 2013. It's Iron Man three. Shane Black enters the Marvel universe, and in a great Christmas movie. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's you know we'll we'll let's deal with the reindeer in the room right off the bat. <laughs> so, you know, kind of as, as as a Shane Black movie is apt, want to do, this occurs during Christmas. But is it a Christmas movie? 100%. You think it is? Okay. I kind of waffled. I came in thinking, you know, thinking it's a Christmas movie, but kind of watching it, it, I don't know. I mean, because it's certainly, it's got a lot of the hallmarks. We've got, you know, it happens during Christmas time. We've got the the Christmas carols and whatnot. One and of, they actually have Christmas music in this one, unlike yes. uh, a couple of the other ones. Yeah, actual Christmas movie, actual Christmas music. Although this is another one that doesn't, you know, it happens. Well, I guess so. So the uh, so what it happens in, well, Southern California, I guess Beverly Hills is where Tony's kind of compound where they live. And then it moves to Tennessee. And I think it finishes up in, is it Miami? So it's yeah. all Southern you know, it's all warm weather. We don't get, you know, we don't really well, get no, like. I, I mean, he's in a very cold situation in the middle of the movie. There's snow. There's, you know, there the snow? weather. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee is when it's snowing. Yeah. Okay. All right. He's he's so cold. He's got to go back into his suit. That's true. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. So Christmas movie. All right. I buy it. And now I think me and Dave might have the same problem with this movie. Okay. But that it's, it's actually how the movie wraps up the whole thing. Or, you know what? Maybe it's not so much a problem with this movie, but the future Iron Man movies or Avenger movies, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. Well, so it kind of, it it kind of wraps up like he's like semi-retired, right? He's done. He's completely done. Right. And yet, he com- yeah, then he comes back for for future movies. All, all the other movies, right? Yeah. So this, yeah, this kind of wraps up the same way um, the Nolan Batman movies. Dark was it Dark Knight Rising? Yeah. His third one kind of uh, that wraps up with you know Batman kind of flying off into the sunset. Um, the the same way Tony Stark is driving off at the end of this. So yeah, yeah, this would be like a nice if you just kind of took the three Iron Man movies alone. This is you know it, it kind of ends. Yeah, it has an ending. But he can't. That's the problem. Yeah. Right. Right. That's the problem. I mean, he's and this whole movie is about him being like being done with it. Batman. I, I mean, I don't really remember Dark Knight Rises as much, but he sort of just you know he drives off and that's it. Here, this whole movie is him grappling with him being Iron Man. Yeah, ex- yeah. I mean, that's 
it, it's dealing with, you know, we've got the nightmares, the flashbacks to the Avengers stuff. You know, there's a little bit of, you know, shell shock or battle fatigue that, that Tony's going through. He's torn between, um, you know, kind of being, you know, in the suit being Iron Man, he can, he can protect, you know, can protect his family, can protect Pepper. Excuse me, he can protect Pepper, but at the same time being Iron Man and wearing the suit, you know, attracts danger that it puts them in danger for him to, to do this. And he's, yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a love triangle between Tony Pepper and, and the suits and his, his, you know, need to create and do stuff. Right. Absolutely. And, and you know what, what I really love, I, I think, I don't know if we talked about this in the other episodes. I mean, the beginning, the very beginning, I mean, mm-hmm. it perfectly sets up, you know, he, he brings on his own demons um, you know, treating uh, what's his name like dirt. Yeah, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. That's thank you. <laughs> Guy, uh, Guy Ald- Pierce. Aldridge. Is that is that the name? Aldridge. Yeah. Aldridge. Yeah. yeah. And if we can yeah. digress a little bit, you know, coming off of our discussion of um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, like the I to rewatch that for like a hot second. I'm like, wait, is is Val Kilmer in Iron Man three? Like there's a very there's a very Kilmer vibe that Guy Pierce is giving off throughout this whole film. Did, did you guys pick up uh, on that? Yeah, in his look, maybe. Mm-hmm. Definitely the look, and I think a little bit. Like I could very easily see Val Kilmer in that role, and mm-hmm. I don't think it would be much different. That that would have been an interesting better. take. Would have been interesting anyway. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so kind of. You know, Tony kind of sets this up with, yeah, his he's dismissive of of Aldrich in the beginning. Well, I think it, even before that, like that very first scene of the suits blowing up, that's like um, the end, right? Yes, yes, yes. Is that the first okay. scene? I'm I'm I watched it last week. Is that the first scene? The suits blow it's up. It's very yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah, they just show like three, like three of the different marks, three Iron Man suits just blowing up, and then it flashes to what was it the New Year's Eve party or Christmas party? Yes, that's it. Um, okay. So it kind of yeah, I mean it's kind of similar to, um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and I saw it in a, in a lot of different ways, a lot of parallel parallels, but like starting off with the flashback, the the voiceover I thought was similar, and I don't remember. Uh, it's been a while since I've gone back and rewatched any of the other Marvel movies, and particularly the the other the first two Iron Man movies. Is this the only one that has that kind of voiceover? Does yes. Does Iron Man do that a lot? No. Yeah, so that's another way that it's like it's this is very much a you know, I don't know if it's particularly Shane Black or if it's just particular like it's it's very much like kiss kiss bang bang like i got a lot of similar vibes and, and starting mm-hmm. with the that opening the flashback the voiceover and it's also one of the most unique marvel movies i mean they, they uh, marvel movies they're all right they all look the same whatever this is actually unique yeah yeah and i think i think you know bringing shane black in to do it mm-hmm. um and it's you know because it's the writers and producers and like kind of the whole Marvel apparatus, like that's the same, like what's different, what makes this one kind of stand out. Um, And I wonder if you guys have gotten the same impression, like this is kind of almost a cult hit 
which I know it's weird. I think this is like, did it, it gross like over a billion dollars? Like it's hard is to say even, like, yeah, is it, it a cult you know, it, it, you know, I it, maybe it's odd to describe like this big, you know, Marvel superhero blockbuster as a as a cult hit. But I feel like when it came out, like there were a lot of negative reviews and a lot of people saying like, oh, this is the worst of the Iron Man movies. I know when I see, you know, when people list all the 20 some odd or however many movies there are in this universe at this point, like this tends to be towards the bottom but like watching it now, I'm like this. This is a lot better than I remember it. And maybe it's that it doesn't fit in as well with the Marvel universe because it is so different than the other ones. But like you said, it's it's yeah, it's definitely got a, a, a different kind of feel. But I like it. It's I think good. it's one of the best Marvel movies. I, I have a top five easily, top okay. three easily. Really? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and that's the thing. I don't know anybody that really likes this movie. That's why when you say it's a cult hit, I'd be interested to see who else. I, I don't think I've met one person that likes it. Maybe they just haven't watched it recently. Uh, that could be. I know when I first saw it, and I'm trying to think, I don't think I saw it in the theaters, but I probably saw it like as soon as it was, you know, available out, outside the theaters, I would have seen mm-hmm. it. And I, and I kind of remember at the time thinking like, I don't know, maybe just not knowing what to make of it. Because I don't think this, just trying to think of like where it falls in terms of other Shane Black movies. Like I obviously would have seen Lethal Weapon, but I don't think I, I might not have seen Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang mm-hmm. at this point. I, you know, I hadn't seen um, Last Boy Scout, some of the other things. So maybe it was just the, that kind of the change in tone that I just mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't used to. But now that like, now I'm liking it. Now I'm digging it. I don't. Yeah, maybe top five for me as well. Yeah, to me it's know. definitely. To... Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge Marvel fan. Maybe that's part of it too. Yeah, see, I am. I'm. A, I'm a, I maybe not a huge fan. I could consider myself a fan of you know of Marvel and the Marvel films. Mm-hmm. But I would. But I would still. I I have to list them out, but it, it, you know, not top five, certainly top seven. So like the top third. (laughs) Top seven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I could, I could, I I don't know. What what do you, give me one movie you put in front of this one. I'm just curious. Um, Well, I would say, you know, I would say the um, uh, Infinity War. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. And and Endgame, I think both you know those final Avenger movies, I All would right. put ahead of it. That's that's reasonable. And now one critique on this movie that I hear all the time, okay, was the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. I had zero problems with it. Did you guys have any issues as far as him not really being much of anything? No, I um, no, I don't have a. I don't think I have. A, hmm. But I didn't. I didn't have an issue. I got it. I. This is a, again kind of going back to kind of the impression I get of what other people think of the film. And I'm like, I was never a big Iron Man guy in the comic books. I mostly know him from things like Secret Wars and you know crossover events mm-hmm. that would go into the the books that I did read. But apparently, like I, I think there a lot of the. the kind of more traditional Marvel fans and the comic book fans had issue with Mandarin. And I guess it was a big departure from that character in the comic books. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. like the original Mandarin, which I don't know, like was not an issue for me because I don't, I didn't know anything about the Mandarin. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I talk with a, an Iron Man expert, a buddy of mine that we used oh. to, we used to go to these these <laughs> premieres. We used to wear suits when we went to these premieres, <laughs> and. God, this movie's so hard to talk about. I just watched it again, and it's just so hard. <laughs> In what way? So what? Well, yeah. What What makes it hard? And like, where do you, Dave? Where uh, would you put this in the Marvel in the Marvel universe? Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't really know. struggling here. God, I'm wow. sitting. It's so hard to watch. It's just like it's what? kitchen sink. I I. It just feels like it's being like it's a bastard child of like what Marvel wants and what Shane Black wants mm-hmm. to do. And it's when I notice things I like, I go, well, he did that better. One of his own movies. Like it's when I see something that's a Shane Black thing and yeah, trying to put it in like, it, this shouldn't be a Marvel. This should like, this movie <laughs> is brought down because it's a Marvel movie. Well, that's right. It's a hundred percent right. Yeah. Like if yeah. we took the Marvel shit out of this and it was just like generic builder guy, and his Still like man. military buddy. Yeah. Like I think if we didn't have an IP surrounding this and like trying to like it's just like there's extremists, there's aim, there's Iron Patriot, uh, there's just uh, all the suits, there's just so many things happening. There is a lot happening, that and is true. I don't feel like anything is really like I don't feel anything is really completed. I feel like it's just moments where i i cringe because i go oh like like the chinese doctor with the heart i'm like oh it's to make the chinese happy <laughs> and like then he gets his heart removed like i get worse whiplash watching this than a roller coaster i just <laughs> like i just go back and forth and i'm just like there's moments where i'm like man i wish i hate the first half of the first act and i hate the last like 20 minutes of this film and the act two, I'm pretty good on, like with the kid. I actually like that. Mm-hmm. And when he's with Rhodey, I love it. And I wish there was more of that. The uh, ending is cool, but it is it is your typical Marvel. Okay, here's CGI fights. Go. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. It's the CGI fight part is fine. It's the minute the movie drops, as soon as he puts the suit on Adrian and blows it up, then the movie starts falling apart because it's like Adrian's not dead yet. Adrian has to say, I'm the Mandarin. And mm-hmm. I'm glad Pepper is alive. I just don't like the fact that, like, Pepper has extremists. And then I don't like that, like, Pepper all of a sudden does, like, backflip kicks, kicks a missile. Like, for some reason, a whole suit exploding on Adrian doesn't kill him. But, like, she kicks a, 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 a missile pod, shoots it. That's what kills him. <laughs> then he blows up the suits and he's like, I'm not going to make suits anymore. And, and obviously, like, we, before even the next Avengers movie comes out, I'm like, I know this is not going to feel a, like a comfortable payoff. Uh, the Iron Patriot plotline goes nowhere because he goes right back to being War Machine. Yeah. The, and what's her name goes nowhere, too. Um, what's it, Sean? You got it. What's the name? The black haired girl? Uh, uh, Maya. Yeah. Maya I mean, just. I mean, and Shane Black admitted he had more about writing this, but they changed it to make Adrian the bad guy. Like, yeah, I to have cool. more. Yeah, terrible. I, that, that part. Uh, God, the kid, the kids. I actually liked the kid watching it. I watched it more like knowing that's he's gonna he's gonna be a nice guy. Is three years later. Hey, how you like my car, big boy? And there's just so many points where I'm just like, yeah. like when I'm I'm like, man, this was great when I saw it in the Shane Black movie. Attack Chopper attacks California House. That's Lethal Weapon 1. 
house on stilts gets collapsed that's that's lethal weapon 2 you know ptsd guy that's i mean i mean it's a little bit of of uh of rigs but i mean like tony's not suicidal like rigs he's just anxious Mm -hmm. um i don't know there is no murtaugh like the kid roadie and gwyneth all take sections of of murtaugh um no one's like too old for this shit uh, uh, there's a couple lines, you know. Tell us what, or he'll stop doing that. That's from not, that goes that goes that that's played better. And nice guy, like the parts I like are like parts where I'm like he uses this later. He literally rips from this, uses it later. Be- nice guys, and it make mm-hmm. it works. But I just don't think these. I don't think comic book movies work for with Shane Black. I just don't think these IPs work. Shane Black needs to write it like it needs to be a completely. From the ground up, Shane Black writing. Whoever this, the, the the co-writer guy who wrote like some other stories for other blockbuster films, it just felt like they they strapped him to Shane to reel it in. God, it just and like I don't know. The Adrian is the cripple guy in the beginning. That I just I don't know. I feel like that trope. I said that then that trope also got used in Amazing Spider-Man too with with Jamie Foxx. I don't know. I just feel like I've seen that trope. It just feels like it was just plucked as like easy placeholder i think it could just be still been adrian he still could have been a businessman and tony didn't take it seriously just so like, you don't like, like the execution of the whole thing i don't, you, like you don't mind the ideas man yeah like i just yeah i oh i really wish we <laughs> like i the fact that we never really see aim he's just working out of like mm-hmm. like there's no like corporation of aim i've like it's aim it's like a bad guy thing i just feel like it's not <laughs> You know, like I don't know. I just kind of want to know how these, why these soldiers get radical. It's just weird that, like, I don't know why. Am I, I don't know why I need to have like terrorism explained to me. But it's like mm-hmm. people are working for AIM, and they're like, "Yeah, well, it's cool. We'll just kill the president." Or like, I don't know. Did the Mandarin really kill the CEO of a oil company on live TV? It feels like that happened. Everyone reacted like it did. Ah, uh, yeah. It's but just like so much Tony. Yeah, Tony without the without the suit. That's an interesting take. Oh, I that, love it. I love it. Yeah, just so, I, so that like I know what you're saying, but I, see to me it just works. What he does with Iron Man and how I, that that works. That works. Him grappling with being him. Him renouncing it. Him without the suit being Tony. That's the stuff that works. Yeah, it, it just hurts that like it goes that like then Tony goes back. He like. I feel like he regresses kind of back when we get to Avengers Ultron. And I'm not saying oh, yeah. that's Shane Black's fault or anything, but like I said, it makes this movie feel even more hollow because I'm just like, none of this is going to pay off in any way. But if you watch it, just forget about the uh, the movies that come after it. Just watch this movie. I can't do that anymore. That's not how fuck- Don't swear! Marvel works. <laughs> that's not how it works anymore. Like, it's not- You, you watch a movie and you can- they, they, like I said, Kevin Foggy turned movies into TV shows before people knew it. Like, these became less like movies and more like two hour episodes of television. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, you can't, like, out, maybe phase one's like the only one that you can kind of really, like, fully digest. When we start getting into this phase two and even further, I'm certain of it. The amount of shit that was in, like, Winter Sol- Falcon Winter Soldier, and I'm not saying the show's bad, I like the show, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, it felt like. Like, as if it was all just to be like, and then Captain America 4 will happen, and you better have watched this, 
because we're going to make references to it. You know, it, it feels mm-hmm. like it just feels like homework rather than I can enjoy a film. Right. So you're rallying and, against the system, and I like it. Yeah, because I'm just I told you, I told you months ago. <laughs> I'll take it I'm easy. I burned out from the franchises and stuff. Man. I agree with you. Yeah. Like I once we get past like a third film, we get to a fourth film, and I'm just like it's becoming a franchise for the sake of it, and like the. the mm-hmm. Like the lack of Cal- like I said, this the, the John Wick, right? Like they said, there's gonna be four and five. And I'm like, I, I'm like, okay, we gotta start getting to an end here. Like I can only see John Wick kill so many assassins and reasons for it. It's like, like it's such a great execution. Do not try. And they're like, oh, a kind of little show. I'm like I don't know. Like I, there's enough world building, but not enough for like I need to ha- have every assassin. It's like stuff like that, and well, yeah. Star, I mean, Star Wars is the is the biggest culprit now. I mean, you can't, you know, you got to find yeah. out where Han gets the dice from. Like, who cares? <laughs> I just watched what weeks ago, Mortal Kombat in theaters, and there wasn't even a, a tournament for Wait, the sake you of Earth Mortal Realm. Kombat, the new one in theaters. The new one. I watched it. A new one. That was the first movie. I rented out the theater and I got friends together and we watched it. And I was like, I did my part. I got the theater. I got my friends. The least I can ask you a movie is to be competent, like through and through. And it was just like set up. It's not for that a good. sequel. No, like the '95 one still works better as a Mortal Kombat film. The animated one is great. Not the, oh, the animated one's five stars. Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah, is yeah. amazing. The animated one is fantastic. God damn that one. That one was. That, that's another thing. That's another thing that ends up jumping to DC shit. Where it's like the anime, why is the anime department on high gear the entire time? And then the live action films, we can't, they can't figure out what the hell they want to do. Like, I don't know, reboot Batman again. We got, we got a Cabby Award winning actor, Ben Affleck. Let's bother him so much. He, he puts himself in a bottle for two, three years. I watched. Hey, he's Danny J-Lo now. He's all right. But I, I mean, I mean, like, I fucking watched Ben Affleck in, a, in an interview talking about Batman movies. And they were going through his films, like. When he was doing other things like the accountant and like the way back, and you could see him putting on alcohol weight, and you could see like he's fucking again. Clearly not happy. <laughs> it's, it's it's sad to watch. Like yeah, man. Like, I I like superhero films. I do, but I think it's one of these things where I'm just like, you got to either be a superhero film or you got to be an original thing. You 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 try to do both, and I could just see I could see the strings, I could see the cracks in it. And that's why I've seen here where it's like act one, I or, or first half of first act, I'm like, I don't really like it. It, it feels like, you know, like a Marvel comic book movie and, and a Shane Black thing. Um, but I, I, I when we get into the, when we get like to the Tennessee, when he's kind of getting broken, I like it. And then it's like, and, I, and I'm still with the film, uh, but really it's, yeah. It, and then like, God, I love when him and Rodeo are together. I just love it. And I just, yeah, at the end, I'm just like, I'm getting whiplash with like, what do you want me to feel? What do you want me to do? Uh, I don't think, I think this is, I felt that this film was actually better <laughs> in terms of the, the homework factor or the, the things that are obviously, okay, this is just setting up the sequel or this, this is all just set up for some other movie that maybe I'll enjoy that one. It's better than Iron Man 2. I'll say it better than Iron Man 2. But here's the thing. You know what it, it kills me about Iron Man 2? I thought Justin Hammer was going to be more in... The, like, the fact that Sam Rockwell is a great actor, mm-hmm. and the fact that, like, he was just a joke character yeah. and he's not been referenced again. To, yeah, I don't think he died. I don't remember him dying in Iron Man 2. I remember him getting, like, he got he got schooled because his, like, 
drone robots got their butts kicked yeah. by by Rhodey and, uh, and 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 Tony, but it's like you know, it's just I don't know, like yeah, Tony's yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Just things bother me. That's yeah. all. Yeah, you're, this is upsetting right here. I think it's like this is where it's like I think there should be more Iron Man movies or Iron Man. They like, can't now. It's, it doesn't matter. I think maybe it's another reason I'm upset is I know the time has passed. Robert Downey Jr. has moved on. Mm-hmm. He's done his part, and like you know, he he did great. Just this, yeah, this this. Oh, just something about this film bothers me. It's like I, I kind of want to like. It's another thing I just want to pick Shane Black's brain about like you know. Each each piece of this film, it just feels so out of place. Yeah, I think that maybe the difference between us. I I feel like I can a little bit better kind of separate the Marvel bits from the Shane Black bits. Like I know, like I know where we're going. Like we got a start point, we got an end point, and that's like comes down from Marvel or Disney or you know whomever, and that's that what it is. But then it's you know it's the little detour, it's the side trip, it's the place you know the the times where. Um, you know, kind of Shane takes us off the highway and takes the scenic route for a little bit. And we know, mm-hmm. like, we're going to end up in the same place. We're going to end up with, you know, the the big battle, lots of explosions at the mm-hmm. end. But it's, I can still enjoy, you know, even though we're going to end up at Chuck E. Cheese, I, I can still enjoy the the the, tri- the trip a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I separate this movie out. When I watch it, I really don't see much of the other Marvel movies. Yeah. And I actually kind of like, you know, some of the things you mentioned, Dave, I think I would say is plus is like, you know, AIM is in there. It's like a little shout out to, you know, the, the comic book folks, the, you know, the folks that know AIM. But it, you know, it doesn't come back. I don't think AIM is in any of the other, you know, this isn't, it isn't like Hydra or the Cree or something where it's like, oh, I got to write down this name and I got to, you know, remember it. It's like, no, this is just. This is just the baddie. There's a MacGuffin. There's a baddie that has something that, you know, they shouldn't have, or the baddie's trying to get something, and it's, you know, and then our hero's going to save the day. And it's like, yeah, we, we know that that's that's the outline, and then where can you, you know, how can you paint within that structure? That's that's the interesting stuff. But, yeah, but, like, so there's, you know, there's, I mean, there was more... Avengers stuff. So we do, you know, we see more of uh, Tony Stark. He shows up in Spider-Man, you know, other things. But, you know, this is kind of the end of, of Iron Man, the, the standalone. And I so I kind of feel like it, it does, you know, it, it doesn't suffer from, you know, some of the Star Wars stuff and some of the Marvel stuff where it's like, you know, it's, it's like homework. Right. And shout but, out to the score. I love the score, by the way. Yeah, yeah okay. that's, that's, the, that's uh, pretty good. I just don't feel like Marvel fans deserve Shane Black. <laughs> oh, that you're right about. And maybe this can be like their gateway. Like they'll see yeah. this, they'll be like, "Hey, well, this is kind of a different feel from the other ones who did this." Uh, oh, that that I do agree. Yeah, that I do agree with. And they'll be like, "Hey, well, Shane Black made this other movie with Robert Downey Jr." Yeah, <laughs> kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh, that's it. That's another guy. There's another reference to nice guy that's using nice guys later. Uh, yeah, the uh, the TV cameraman. His Tony mm-hmm. tattoo is a, uh, it's a, oh God, he says, he, he doesn't say he's a Mexican actor or something like that. Oh, it's Mexican, this, this, oh no, it's supposed to be me. It's the same thing with the Yellow Pages ad, nice guys. He says, sorry, sorry, Russell Crowe, you look Filipino. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Maybe we have to. Maybe we have to do nice guys one time. You know, yes, I... we're gonna do nice guys. We're oh gonna my. do nice guys, and then you, 
And Sean, you're gonna do shame. You're gonna do Black Christmas because you're gonna do you're gonna you're gonna do the the most Christmas of his Christmas films. And you're gonna and and and, and, and you're gonna do you're gonna do a uh, 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 long kiss good night is what you're gonna do. That's, That's his movie. most Christmas good movie. It is. Okay. And then wow, we're gonna talk was... about how Shane Black should have gotten royalty check from Marvel when they did Captain Marvel. Because I was oh, watching Captain tri- Marvel and I'm just like they're movie. just. And I'm, but I'm the whole time, just like they're aping "Long Kiss Goodnight." I'm like, I'm getting, and I'm, I'm not even just talking about amnesiac lady Sam Jackson stuff. Like, it's just it. There's just so many things that I was just. Oh, anyway. Yeah. So great movie. Okay. What can we say? Iron Man three. Yeah. So I have. I'll. I. I'll have to admit something. Now I did that. I was kind of planning. Yeah, to kind of close it out. The next. Uh, next Shane Black movie would be The Nice Guys. But I got to admit, I have not seen The Nice Guys oh, yet. You Dave, still have not seen The Nice Guys. You've still not seen it. Oh, boy. Here we go. How have you, so, still, how have you still not seen it? I've, I've been saving it for the right time, and I think the oh, time is right. So God. I'll be able to give my, my first impressions. You know, All how, right. We'll see how it's aged. You know, how in, in the movie. year 2021... Oh my god! You know how it how it how it how it is how it oh holds my, up. So oh yeah, I'm god. I'm gonna watch it and then we'll, then we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, definitely. God. Uh, <laughs> I now I, I'm I mean, a little surprised for the for the most Christmassy movie. I thought you were gonna say Lethal Weapon, and I I admit it's it's been a while since I've seen Long Kiss Goodnight. I don't remember it as particularly Christmas. Oh yeah, the whole thing is in winter. The whole thing, the whole thing is in winter. Snowbank yep. chases. Yep. Um, yep. But the first, the first act when she's still amnesiac, it's very like they're going Christmas shopping and like they're doing like small town this and that and Christmas and you know they're cooking holiday dinners and she starts chopping and she's chopping the carrots really good and <laughs> she gets really good chopping. Oh my god! And that's what I'm saying. It's just like it's just one of those things where I'm just like you know, just it really worked for Gina. You know, Gina Davis is just so good in that film. Mm-hmm. To got get, getting to play just the you know, the amnesiac simple teacher and then the assassin Charlie, it's just so good. This is like the Iron Man three of podcasts. We have a little bit of everything. In this one. <laughs> yeah, it really. I, I say I talk about yeah. It's just that's what I think it is. I just feel like they were just like I don't know. This is going to be the last uh, solo Iron Man film, so we'll just throw every like every other plot line into this. That's what it just feels yeah. like. Yeah. Well, and I appreciate it. This you know this is. It's kind of crazy that the stuff that Shane Black gets to do here, because this is this is Disney, this is Marvel. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like, I mean, Iron Man one, like, I think they had, you know, they had but a plan, but no one, no one knew what this was going to become. But yeah. at this point, this is after the Avengers, so they have the whole, you know, the whole MCU, the suite of movies. It's become, yeah, but you know, it this was huge not juggernaut. As big. It was. Yeah. Avengers was big, but it is it was not what it became at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly not what it would become. Yeah, right. I, yeah. it's the first movie after the Avengers too. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying like there was, you know, people were 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 or oh maybe Shane Black was just like telling Kevin Foggy or something. You know, hey, you got me, you know, and like and Robert yeah. Downey Jr. likes me, and you're gonna get, you know, you need now you need like now post Avengers like you need someone to like really. So maybe he was like, hey, I want to do it. I want to do it my way, and it's going to be really good. And Kevin Feige's like, all right, I'll let you do it. And then, like, Kevin Feige at the end of the day was like, all right, whatever he does, like, and I don't care for it. Like, that, like 
doesn't work for the next Avengers movie. I'm just going to flat out ignore it. Like maybe Kevin Feige right. just did that. Like, all right, let let Shane do what he wants to do. Let him have you know get the audience's attention. But I, my my long term goal of where I'm taking the Avengers, like you know the things that like counteract this point, I'm just not going to ignore. It. And also, mm-hmm. I think I think the biggest thing that angers me watching this is I really like Gwyneth Paltrow in this film. I really like how. She takes charge as the CEO of Stark Industries, mm-hmm. and we really don't do anything with that. And they just kind of like put her in an Iron Man suit at the end of Endgame. I'm like, I don't see Pepper being an Iron Man suit. I see her as being a great businesswoman and like, I don't know, just organizing stuff. I just, I don't see her as the soldier. I mean, then again, it's like end of the world stuff. So it's like, I guess, like, you know, he, she, he could, he could have made a suit for her and stuff. Um, maybe I guess I just would have liked to have a scene with it. And it's just weird. Like Gwen Paltrow right now with this whole goop, like controversy where it's like, you know, is Gwen Paltrow selling like your, your, your aunt and her, your aunt's friend, like really bad unhealthy products online. You know, it, it just, it, it's just a weird feeling. Yeah. It's definitely one of those times where it, it's, if, if you can't separate the actor from the work, then it becomes difficult. Uh, I think she's yeah one of those. I would like, I would really like some kind of, I don't know, whatever they're gonna do. Like I don't know, either bring that kid in or bring somebody like another. You know, if they're doing anything, they're gonna bring Wakanda in some some part with like Black Panther two. You know, if they're gonna do like a vibranium and an Iron Man thing, like and have Gwyneth Paltrow and Stark Industries and like Wakanda Tech work on something. I would like that to be like a you know like a show. Of some sorts, so I just don't want Gwen Poucher doing any more weird goop shit. <laughs> you know, I'd like her to be to, to continue the you know the pepper pots and I don't know. Yeah, I kind of I and I agree with you on on her in the suit. It works as like a a, a defensive thing, like early on when the, or the scene when the their um the helicopters are attacking the house. That's you know. Tony throws the suit at her to get her out of, of danger. So yeah. I like, I, it doesn't bother me to see her in a suit, but yeah, taking it, you know, as you know, she's a, she's a thinker, not a fighter. Was it with now Pepper? To, Pepper wasn't dusted, right? I don't think Pepper was dusted. She's yeah. in the suit the whole time in Endgame. What I'm saying is that like yeah. when we start Endgame, I don't believe she's dusted is what I'm saying. No, no. So it's like, she never got dusted. So, you know, because they're with their daughter, so that's why it's like she can't mm-hmm. get dusted because she gets pregnant, and they have a daughter who's like you know a couple years old. I guess I I would have liked it for Pepper to be managing something, like show her remotely managing Stark suits mm-hmm. or drones or something yeah. to fight a uh, to fight a uh, to fight friggin' uh, yeah uh, Thanos's guys rather than her being in a suit herself. Right. Yeah. I feel like that'd be more Pepper thing. She's managing stuff so i don't know like i said that's 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 something where it's like i would like to get back into the stark plot lines i like to have happy again i'd like to have this just you know because happy's great but then happy kind of got relegated like the iron man sequels became about peter and i think that's what makes me sad now is that this freaking kid in tennessee (laughs) was doing shit and he kind of abandons the kid a bit to go save peter or go you know go peter and I kind of feel bad that like this kid does it. We don't hear from this kid all. And then like, you know, he's there at the funeral and I forgot. I'm like, who is this kid? And everyone's like, Oh, that's, you know, that's this kid from Iron Man three. And you don't recognize him. 
But you know what it is? Is that like he had? I think he had a different haircut. Maybe I don't know. Just, <laughs> well, because ten years older. <laughs> well, well yeah. the thing is that he's three years older from this. He's three years older in Nice Guys, and then he's another three years older to that scene. Yeah. So like, you think years. my my brain would make that jump better? But you're right because because that was Iron Man three to this. It does feel like yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's yeah, it's a, it's a whole like whole generation. It feels like. Yeah. See, I'm good. Both, well, both Pepper and Happy, less is more. Like, that took me out of it. Like, oh, it because it, it's, like, gimmicky. Like, with the, well, the, the first two, when Favreau's directing, and it's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm Kevin Smithing it. I'm going to yeah. be a character in my own movie. And it's like, yeah. well, now I'm looking at a director. I'm not looking at the yeah. character. That always takes me out of it. I, I think it was a plus, less mm-hmm. happy in this film. Yeah. And Pepper's the same way. And maybe part of it is the 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 goop stuff and the you know stuff that Gwyneth has got yeah. got going on you know in the real world, I I think less is more and I kind of you yeah. know I agree with you in terms of to kind of just turn her she's just another super or just someone in a suit yeah kind of takes away from the character but I don't I mean I don't want to see a series based on Pepper Pot I'm sure she could do all kinds of amazing yeah. and interesting yeah. stuff yeah as, no, you know with the yeah. with the you know the power of of Stark Industries behind her. I yeah, just, yeah, that's what I mean. Not, not, yeah, not like a day to day. Not a yeah. main character. I just, I would like, yeah, uh, some kind of Disney series following someone else yeah. who's not an A list hero, and 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 you know, Stark Industries cameo is all. Honestly, I think this is the reason why it it's like the spy the new Spider Man films. They're like cool, but I they're starting to feel less and less like Spider Man because he's mm-hmm. feel, it's more and more. Spider-Man the Avenger rather than Spider the neighborhood Spider-Man. Right. Like the fact that like both those movies, it feels like they don't really take place in New York proper. Um, you know, one's obviously one's in Europe, but and the other one's like in like kind of a DC and like the surrounding areas in New York. It's not like mm-hmm. main metropolis. And I'm very curious like, you know, when are we ever gonna do that? When are we ever gonna like show when are we going to show Spider-Man, Spider-Maning, and it's not, yeah, and Happy's not involved, Tony Stark stuff's not involved, you know, um, hopefully we see that in the next moment. I, I guess that's what it is. I think I think that's why I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now where there's so much Marvel in Marvel's own movies mm-hmm. that it's, uh, you know, you don't get to have a nice character moment. And I just feel like Iron Man 3 has these great character moments, and then the Marvel parts kind of come in like, like a freight truck, and I'm like, no! I was yeah. having this great scene between like Rhodey and Tony. I would love, I would have loved to have 90 minutes of just Cheadle and Downey. The no suits. They got to go mm-hmm. like old school undercover and like t- and find out aim. I would have loved that. I would have loved that so much. Yeah. Just the two of them walking into a bar. I loved it. Yeah. That scene where they were in that, uh, that, that Miami like steakhouse. Yeah, you know, I just love that. I love that scene. I love them. Just they were just not in suits doing stuff. I think more of that. Give us more of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, I mean, yes. And that's the thing is like, I think that's another thing. Like, you know, you had you had uh, you had Cheadle talking to Sam in the beginning of uh, Winter Soldier, Captain, Captain and Winter Falcon, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and like he's not there anymore. And I'm like, who does Rhodey get to bounce off of? Like Rhodey, like Happy bounces off of Peter now and Aunt May, mm-hmm. like. Rhodey bounced off of Sam in one scene, like, but like Iron War Machine doesn't get involved at all. And I don't know, like I it's one of these things where it's like I kind of wish War Machine showed up at the end of 
uh, it's too much shit going down in Winter, pay, pay, uh, you know, Captain uh, Falcon, Falcon slash Falcon Captain America, and, Winter Soldier. Well, I don't yeah. know what to call the movie, the show, but you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. Um, you that know, show. First of all, Falcon and, and the White Wolf or Falcon and Bucky, because that's, we've already discussed this, I think, online, but it's like that he spends the whole show trying to get rid of the Winter Soldier name and like Marvel still keeps <laughs> on the title. Like, oh, the you're, title. you're being an ass to, to Bucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's uh it's kind of hard where it's like yeah when the Marvel parts come in and I'm kind of like why are the Marvel parts come in now and now is the time for that I don't know yeah so, I mean well it kind of the the series it kind of starts as Falcon and Winter Soldier and by the end it's it's Captain America and Bucky Captain America Bucky and yeah you I kind of wanted like a scene but there's so much stuff going on that like I would love to have a scene where he talks to he talks to Rhodey again uh, mm-hmm. or maybe War Machine shows up. And he takes, you know, maybe he takes orders from Sam and that goes against uh, something from the military because like, you know, he's he's like, no, I look toward Captain America more than I look to the orders. I don't know. Something like that. Or it shows that like Rhodey immediately sees the leadership in mm-hmm. Sam or something. Yeah. Because that's the thing is that like we kind of don't have a leader of the Avengers right now. Everyone kinda, after Endgame kind of went their separate ways and like our leads are all aged out, retired. So for, you know, rather than, rather than just Falcon kind of finger wag and, and bicker at this turning into a Marvel talk show, but like finger wag <laughs> at senators and saying, I would have liked yeah. to like something a little bit more shorthand for like, he's becoming a leader yeah. really fast. Well, Bucky's going to follow Falcon. Bucky's going to yeah. follow Sam no matter what, mm-hmm. but it's like if Rhodey showed up and like he, and you know, because like that's the thing is like Walker maybe Walker doesn't listen to Captain you know Walker's do- Walker goes after Carly or something like that Walker does something else I don't know at this yeah. point I'm just talking about Nando you watch Nando V movies that's a good show I'll plug him plug him instead of my show for now Nando's good I, Nando gets me thinking a lot that guy I really like him I know Travis is too busy to like like watch his podcast or listen to his podcast or his YouTube videos. But every time like I'm lying in bed and I think about that Nando video about something about Marvel, I go, yeah, that's a good point. You know? Right. So, so where could people find Nando? He's on the YouTube. Yeah, Nando V movies. Uh Nando V movies. Yeah. I, he's somewhere out of I think he's somewhere out of like King of Prussia. Because he he mentioned stuff and like I and then and he he told me his favorite meatball was meatball sub from Wawa. I was so gonna say, I, is he he's he's Wawa, not Cheats. Yep, he's a Wawa, not Cheats. I know that as much. Damn, I don't yeah. know where he Good is, man. but I think I think he 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 went to I think I think he went to Pax Unplugged. I mean, I didn't run into him, but I think he went to Pax Unplugged because he and it's like he loves cosplaying as Justin Hammer. Like he <laughs> when he brought up Justin Hammer's like should be should come back in another Marvel property. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like it's Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell could dance, and then like you know. You know, have him and Pepper Beeps, you know, like cameos or something in a new Marvel show on Disney. So. All right, Disney, get on that. Yeah. All right. So thanks for that. So there you go. Uh, Brian, you got any, any closing thoughts? Anything to plug? No, no, no. Any other podcast? Other, other podcasts no, no. you want to plug? No. YouTube videos? No. All right. So there you go. Iron Man 3. Come on back. Apparently, uh, the next scene for us will be the nice guys. So we'll see you next time on the next scene. Oh, what fun it is.
open sleigh. 